Hey Associates! This episode reviews the business blog analysis assignment for 2080 students, the business and administrative writing. The big picture and your primary task is to analyze a piece of thought leadership while keeping in mind the audience editing and innovative impacts. You're going to analyze the document using a set of reflection questions, which will be provided, and then conducting research about the topic. Here are the exact actions you're going to complete. These are the big picture actions and you have room as writers and researchers to complete the action in the ways you think are effective. Have confidence in your intuition, be decisive, and trust yourselves, right? You're writers, you can do this. So first, use LinkedIn to select an article or blog post published within the last 12 months. This means that you need to hop into the LinkedIn site and start searching for business or industries you are interested in. For example, I search for higher education. In your search, you are looking for posts that you know, link back to articles or blogs about some innovation or thought leadership in that area. You might try focusing uh, on someone who is you know, trying to change the industry that you're, you're gonna work in someday or that you're interested in, uh, or is just saying something, you know innovative about the state of affairs. So after you find that post, step two, you're going to review the article, right? Using the business blog review questions provided, you will consider the audience design, editing, and the impact. Now there are a bunch of questions on this worksheet and you do need to answer each of them. Consider pulling in, you know, quotes and examples to really just push your reflections and show your insights and where you're coming from in that response and reflection question. You will also complete this reflection, you know, by pulling in what we learned about audience tone and writing for business contexts already that are going to help you. So I will be looking to see how you're connecting, right, our class concepts, our lecture, our workshop practice. Number three, we're going to research to find one supporting and one counter piece of evidence to points made in that blog post. Minimum, bare minimum, two sources. Uh, and you know, you might call back to the library guest lecture that we, we listened to for support, right, on how to conduct research. Um, since you're looking at different industries, right, maybe you'll go to that market line database that we saw to get the SWOT analysis, right, the latest news in the industry. All of those would be great ways to find more information, find the pro and the con, or sort of the uh, supporting and opponent kind of perspective of the point. Um, these sources need to be credible, but as we talked about, you know, credibility can be judged in a lot of forms and contexts. So they do not have to be a peer-reviewed like research article. It just needs to come from a clear and refutable you know publisher. So it could definitely be something that was published in sort of a Bloomberg, Wall Street Journal, New York Times. It could be in a more specific industry trade journal that you find perhaps through the library. Um, just make sure that it is like a, you know, a real kind of organization that's publishing it um, or, you know, a, another educational site, just something that is refutable um, and pretty, you know, good. <laughs> um, so those are the top three. So basically, right, you'll find a LinkedIn post, you'll review it with the questions that I provide, then you're going to research and find out more, one supporting and one something, you know, kind of that goes against it or opposes the points made. And you're going to take all of that and finally write a 2000 character. So it's not word, it's going to be character limit, reflection, 
um, in full sentence format as if you were resharing or commenting on the post. Right? So imagine you are back on your LinkedIn and you're going to comment and respond with these, you know, research perspectives that you have found, um, or you might, you know, repost it to your own LinkedIn. You do need to address, you know, an appropriate, appropriately cite at least two sources that intersect with the blog topic, right, to assert what impact the post kind of had on you, show that you're kind of thinking through, you know, and thoughtfully thinking about this leadership, this innovation, um, and again, that last step is going to mimic you replying or reposting the article. So just use that as your frame of reference. As you write your reflection, the audience should be able to imagine that you or you should be imagining an audience, right? That is people in your LinkedIn network or professional sphere, right? So kind of have somebody in mind who also cares about the topic that you picked, is going to find value in your contributions, perspectives, the sources that you cited. Right? Imagine you're writing for maybe a future colleague or possibly, you know, somebody who might interview you in the future. You want them to, you know, respect you, your knowledge um, and how much you care and have interest in and are really thinking about your industry's, you know, future next innovation and those insights. Now, you do not have to actually post it to LinkedIn. That's fine. But after you get some feedback from me, I really think that you should post it. You should get some activity up on your account. Um, and honestly, after you, you see hopefully how um, maybe easy um, or how uh, insightful and interesting and cool it is to really, you know, engage, maybe you can make a habit of it and at least once a month kind of repeat this assignment for your own, you know, just LinkedIn activity and account to, again, build up that portfolio and build up your own knowledge and interest in the job you're, you're going to go into someday. Um, so just a few other logistics about this project. You need to submit both the reflection questions and your reflection paragraphs as a PDF into the assignment portal. I'm going to grade this assignment with a letter, so you're going to earn an A through an F. Um, and so just a reminder, the actions that I gave you kind of represent the minimum activities you need to be doing. Um, and if you accomplish those minimum activities and it's like pretty well, pretty, well, pretty solid, um, that's going to be worth a B, right? So that baseline is you did all these things, you do demonstrate, you know, those learning outcomes. Um, and it's like decent, not like amazing, right? Not tons of extra effort, but you're like, yeah, I did I did the thing doing the minimum, but with a lot of errors or like poor writing or, you know, it's just like lower quality. It's going to be worth a C. You did the actions. You showed the skill, but, you know, there's a lot of room for improvement. Um, if you skip any of the actions or it's like really rough, um, that's going to be looking at a D. Um, and so if you are interested in an A, you will one probably need to do a revision based on my feedback, because that's how we learn. That's how we get better at writing, just more drafts, more revisions, more practice. Um, and, and that's what an A is really reserved for. Um, or two, you do need to, you know, exceed the expected. Um, so if you want an A off the bat, look at those, you know, minimum actions requirements and, and really push yourselves to exceed what is asked of you to do. Um, so you might find ways to just enhance your reflection, right? Give really, you know, deep um, insights, et cetera, more citations, like just, you know, kind of next level um, galaxy brain sort of thinking. For me, an A means that it's, you know, worth a promotion. You're crushing your job, which is cool. 
but you know, it takes a lot of effort to sort of really crush at your job. So that's what we're thinking about here. All right, associates, I look forward to reading your business blog analysis. Thanks and vibes.